0: Welcome to Infinite Ritual, the podcast that explores how our daily habits lead to continuous healing and supports our inner work to living as our most authentic selves. We examine the mystical through a grounded lens, honor our connection with the earth, and ultimately raise our conscious awareness of our roles and purpose while we are here. Welcome and I'm glad you're here. Hi, and welcome. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Infinite Ritual Podcast. If it's your first time tuning in, we talk everything spirituality, healing, and authenticity, which just means who you are underneath all of the layers of societal, institutional, familial, intergenerational expectations that we have been going through since the time that we were children. And speaking of children, the theme that came up for me this past week that I'll be talking about today has to do with self-forgiveness, our inner child, shame, and overall just softening our hardened edges that we can kind of take on as adults. So let's just dive right in and begin with this idea of our inner child and how we're carrying around this inner child with us every day, everywhere we go. Right now on social media, you might see some of the things that are trending Um, if you're watching Reels or TikToks is that picture of you when you were a kid saying something like, um, you know, every time that you speak mainly to yourself just remember that this is who you're talking to it'll be like a picture of you when you were a baby or when you were a little little girl or a little boy and or non-gendered specific right and that just means you know remembering that we have to soften into ourselves so my intention that I set going into November for me personally was to soften this subtle sense of urgency that I have and a subtle sense of urgency and aggression. It's very subtle, but it's there when it comes to pursuing my goals, when it comes to um, setting up something that it is that I want to do. And that comes from a place in me of wanting to be super autonomous and independent and achieve and show that I'm capable because that gives me a sense of pride, that gives me a sense of accomplishment, of fulfillment. But I noticed that it gives me sort of an unease because that means that if I'm, for instance, this hypnotherapy course that I'm currently doing and I'm so excited, to be in this course and to become certified in this but I would notice in the middle of one of my studying sessions that I have this like slight buzz this slight buzz of energy of urgency of needing to soak it all in and remember it all and do so well because I need to remember this for when I bring it to a future client so I can do such a good job and represent myself and them and be there for them so well and almost to the degree that I couldn't even be fully present with just what was being presented to me in that moment, lightly absorbing it, lightly learning from it, instead of thinking like 10 miles ahead of how this is going to affect someone. I'm not there yet. You know what I mean? I'm not even there yet. And that I think we can all resonate with, we're all trying our best all of the time and all of us feel like it's not good enough. So give yourself some credit for where you are right now and what it is that you are doing and how are you speaking to yourself and how are you approaching your goals and the things that is that you want to do or the things that you want to heal or self better at. Because if it's with, for me at least, and maybe that resonates for you too, if it's with a sense of like needing to achieve and an urgency to it, It's infused now with this this kind of energetic that creates anxiety and that doesn't come from a settled, centered, self-regulated space within you and can kind of create a fog over everything else that you are trying to achieve because you're thinking so far ahead. You're thinking about the past. You're thinking about the future, thinking about how this is going to affect your plans and you kind of lose the mightiness of that moment, the the rawness of that moment that you're in. And it's harder said than done. So that's what came to me when I thought, you know, when a friend had brought up that she had set a November atten- intention for this month, I thought, okay, I agree. I need an intention and mine will be softening. How can I soften and ease this sense of urgency and subtle aggression to what i want to achieve what i want to learn what i want to heal and just allow it to be so organic and not what what can it be like if i'm not urgent and if i'm more easeful um because if you're ambitious and you have you know, a lot of visions and goals, which if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. You kind of see this timeline in your mind of how things should be. And that if you aren't progressing on this timeline in your mind, that you're losing time, or there's not enough, or you might miss something, you might miss an opportunity, you might miss a chance, you might, you know, not realize something. So you want to be vigilant and you want to be on top of it. But that comes from, again, another layer of that productivity culture that we live in, that where your worth and your value is measured by how much can you output? How much can you achieve? How much can you do? How much can you create? So that even healing itself becomes a part of that hamster wheel of capitalistic product productivity thinking. How much better can I make myself so that m- I can call in more things into my life? Not just for the sake of just being a beautiful, lifelong, self-loving process of healing, but then we start looking at it as the more I clear, the more I can you know ascend and attract more things into my life and what else can I achieve and what else can I do That's just another layer of conditioning, guys. So, that's another, you know, kind of cycle that this has been kind of going around and through for myself as well. So, softening and what can that feel like when I do that intentionally? Because to have an intention is kind of like I imagine pulling back a bow and arrow very slowly. And you are the force and the power, and the intention is the arrow, so that you are actually on a course and a path with your actions. So that when you release it, it's straight, it's true, it's pure, it's aiming at something. Versus if you don't have an intention behind your actions, it's kind of like trying to shoot at something with a bent arrow and you blindfold it and you don't know what direction you're going in. So being able to put my intention behind this, this month allows me to notice all of the more subtleties in the way that I'm thinking and feeling and approaching the things that I'm studying or learning or trying to put together. One of the things that I'm so excited for that's coming together For this weekend is my first in-person women's healing circle retreat. Me and my friends, all around the same time, happened to be going through something in our lives—a shift, a breakup, a moving spaces, a you know rupture—and I took that opportunity to look back at my vision board that I made at the beginning of twenty twenty two. Where I had a little picture of a women's healing circle there. Because to me that represented connecting with women in a healing space in a way that aligns with the sort of friends that I wanted to make and the spaces that I wanted to be in. And I thought this is kind of a beautiful chance to just ask and put together something that I've envisioned this whole year, but now it became more clear. Do you guys want to get together? And go to the Catskills in New York and put together our own women's circle retreat. And they were like, hell yeah, that sounds amazing. So, you know, with with that, it's that envision of... Um, you don't always know with your intention that you're setting exactly where it's going to lead you. But your eyes are open to something when it presents itself. And then you can be like, oh... This is, this is that chance for this opportunity to come through and maybe put this together, um, providing you more clarity and more purpose and more fulfillment. So I'm really excited about that. We are going to be, um, we're going to be doing a cacao ceremony. We're going to be doing a nature hike. We're going to be creating mandalas from the leaves and the rocks and the pine cones that we find in nature. We're going to be doing breath work. We're going to be meditating. There's gonna, it's gonna be a beautiful um, space for us to all be together and heal and just be amongst women and talk about our real feelings and what we're going through. and connect with our inner wise woman and our hearts. So this is not going to be the first of these retreats, by the way. Um, My friend Eileen is really going to co-facilitate this with me. She's a nurse and a nutritionist and she's putting together the menu for the whole weekend and everything sounds so good, but we're hoping to host another one in the spring and make this perhaps a a biannual fall and spring HeartWise Women's Healing Circle. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, make sure you reach out to me um, to let me know. And we're going to also be working around those themes of self-forgiveness, which comes back to a lot of what I've been reflecting on this week. And part of the self-forgiveness exercise will be having a picture of us from when we were a little girl so that when we're journaling and answering specific questions, we're answering it with her in mind. And we're looking to create intentions for ourselves with her in mind. And um, this, this past week, as I'm noticing in areas where the urgency comes up, the sense of a timeline comes up you know, the the things that I want to achieve. When I notice myself getting to that space of urgency or subtle aggression of achievement, I take two steps back. I take a deep breath. I realize, okay, I have to check back in with my intention here. Here's my space to practice this. Here it is popping up in the moment. And I've noticed such a beautiful um, presence now. And just when you think that you have it all down, like, and you are mindful and you are present and you are aware, there's always another layer to it that you can unravel and reveal. So, even um, Thursday evening, last Thursday evening, one of my favorite spiritual hypnotherapists, who I'm very inspired by, Leo Max, if you want to look him up, holds these community hypno journey sessions. And it always is once a month and revolves around a specific theme. And this theme happened to also revolve around self-forgiveness. So I was like, wow, what a beautiful synchronicity for this to be exactly about this topic that I've been contemplating. Um, So when you go into a hypnotherapy journey, basically it's someone's voice leading you into a deep, relaxed, meditative state Where your brain can reach this theta brainwave that allows you to be much more in tune with your subconscious, with your intuition. And mm, it's like that state that you can say that you're in in between dreaming and waking. And uh, you're a lot more impressionable there. And their voice takes you through a relaxation. And then usually through some kind of strong visualization that connects to whatever theme that you're working through. So as his voice is guiding us through this theme of self-forgiveness, I immediately had these images um, and memories of mine come up from when I was a little girl and going back to spaces in my memory in grade school when specifically teachers in second grade, in fourth grade, in fifth grade, in seventh grade, Pulled me aside as an individual with a piece of writing that I had to tell me that this is really good. Like your writing is really good, you know? Like this is, and it was in that moment when I'm a child, I'm sitting there hearing them say that. And my mind, and I remember this, I remember thinking this as a kid, my mind went to, they're just saying that, no, it's not that good. Look at all of the kids here who write. Like, what about the rest of them? You know, almost as if I didn't want to shine. I didn't want to stand out. I didn't believe my writing was that great. (laughs) Even in 10th grade, when Miss Mitchell took my blue book essay and turned it into little, um, what did you call the transparencies? This was back before we had the projectors in the classrooms and they would have the the lamp shine down and turned my entire essay into transparencies to do The lesson on after our essays were written to show an example of a good, well-written essay. And even then I thought, wow, that's really cool. And that's really great. And I love that. But at the same time, there was this sense of like, yeah, it's not good enough, or I didn't really earn that. I was just lucky or, um, you know, I, I could do better. I could learn more. There was always a sense of like, I didn't really earn that. I didn't really earn that. That was just happenstance. There are so many other kids here. They all write. We all write, it was something I always told myself. Like, I don't stand out in that way, even though consistently there were proof that I was standing out in that way. So I've always been someone who was trying to strive and to prove themselves intellectually through knowledge, through academic, through writing, because it was never good enough. Never, ever good enough. So through this hypno journey and meditation, what came up for me when I was brought back to those specific memories, those specific moments, it's like I'm standing there next to me as a child. So it's like present for me is standing there next to me as a child and looking at her and looking at her responses and then kind of holding her hand and telling her it's okay, you know you you can accept this, you can receive this, you can be good at this, you can stand out. it's okay to be an individual. it's okay to be good at something, it's okay to shine. you don't have to be so hard on yourself um and coming out of that, it was very emotional for me, and it was an emotional release, and I realized that I had a lot of i had a lot of shame connected to um not wanting to shine and not wanting to show myself and I'm still working through that that's something that I'm still digging and feeling through and that's the beautiful part about this journey and this self-contemplation and this healing because at the end of the day when you're connecting with others and when you're reaching out and you're having relationships friendships daughter and mother granddaughter and grandmother, sister to brother, like relationships are the bulk and the ultimate meaning of our life. We are communal beings. We live in communities. So this journey of self-forgiveness is connected to everyone else too, because when you self-forgive, when you release shame around things that you're carrying you are bettering your relationships and you are giving other people permission for them to also see a mirror for how they can self forgive how they can have permission to shine how they can have permission to unfold into their authentic expression so yeah this was a beautiful week for me a beautiful um you know roundabout lesson on Softening hardened edges, softening urgency and aggression around achievement in any way, shape, and form about self-forgiveness, about where I might still be carrying shame, about releasing ideas on what kind of timeline I should be on, where I should be, when I should be, what I should be achieving, when I should be achieving, and really allowing And I think that might be going into the rest of November will be now that I'm more aware of this, where can I allow more? Where can I allow to receive more if I'm complimented on something, if I'm recognized for something, instead of going back to that hurt inner child who feels like nothing I ever do is good enough, how can I actually, I receive that. I receive that. Thank you. You know, um... And it's okay, you know, it's okay. I don't want to be super humble all the time. It doesn't make me vain to be proud of something that I've done or feel good about something that I've done. So yeah, I hope that gives you some contemplation as well. And um, tonight going into tomorrow, at the time we're listening to this, is going to be the um, Taurus lunar eclipse. And ironically, one of the themes surrounding that with the full moon on Taurus is our relationship to leisure um and widening widening our perspective. So I thought that was interesting because the idea of softening in my goals totally relates to um uh my relationship to leisure as well because it means allowing myself rest not feeling guilty for not always focusing on healing or clearing something or studying something or learning something or doing something. It's just those periods of true rest. So yeah, I invite you to contemplate that as well. Um, are you resting? And I mean, truly resting, not scrolling on your phone or digesting something or, um, learning or doing or just actually sitting in rest. Um, And yeah, that gives us all something to think about because we all can sometimes think that we're resting when we're meditating or we're resting when we're sitting and scrolling and trying to find something to watch on TV or we're resting when we're um, cooking a meal. But in all of those, we're still really active. We're still, our conscious mind is still like, occupied on something so true rest can be so simple like maybe when i'm finished recording this i'll take a moment just to sit and stare at this candle flame and take a couple deep belly breaths and it doesn't have to be an extended period of time but just true moment of just expansion and rest so that i can feel that relationship to my leisure relationship to softening so that that moment can maybe be carried into those moments where I am focused on something where I have to learn or achieve or do and use that moment to tap into making sure that it's not coming from a space of overachievement, urgency, aggression, etc. So yeah, I invite you to think about that as well. I invite you to be less harsh with yourself, go easy on yourself, set up your intention, set up where you can ease into your relationship with leisure or your relationship to any of these things that I've discussed to widen your perspective. And I appreciate you so much if you're listening. I truly do. I notice each week there might be like one or two new listens and that's amazing. That's so cool. So as always, if you think of someone, anyone while you're listening to this, go ahead and send this to them. I'm sure they would love to hear it. And it does help me out as well. So it's a win-win situation. Um, Please leave this a review. You know, I know it's an extra step to have to go in and type something out, but it really helps um, it get seen. I don't have a review yet, I don't believe. So I would really appreciate it if you did from the bottom of my ooey gooey heart. So wishing you all so much wellness. I'm so happy that you tuned in today. So happy to have you here. And until next week, much love. Bye.